First and foremost, you know what it is. Unprofessional as fuck with your host. Right back one more time. Might be a little hiatus after this episode because it is wedding time, y'all. The wedding is right around the corner today. It's July 8th. The wedding is July 10th. Uh, Everything, all the final last-minute things are being done right now as far as uh, her, she's getting her nails done. Me, I got the haircut tomorrow morning. Um, suits, everything, dresses, all that's all put together. Everybody's got a checklist. We all got uh, bags packed, so many different things going on. And um, one thing that had been hanging in the balance over us was the passport situation. Passports were scheduled to come in on the 10th, same day as the wedding. Flight was scheduled to be the 11th. Um, very little time to cancel the trip if needed and get a refund. It was very... Uh, very stressful for every party involved in and um blessed to say this morning when we woke up and checked it it said that it would be delivered today by eight fifteen PM and um definitely a blessing prayer works. We have been uh diligently praying diligently, excuse me, praying over this and uh just hoping that everything worked out and it all has. Um couldn't have worked out better. Honestly, we got uh, everything finalized, set, ready to go for day of. Um, Thank you again to my sisters and my mom for really just putting in all this work to get everything ready. I've seen little bits and pieces, and it it looks beautiful. Can't wait till everybody's together celebrating, and um, definitely will keep you updated. I want to give you an episode while I'm uh, in Mexico. Not sure if that's going to actually be the case. But um, we'll definitely be gathering content, pictures, uh, photos to drop on the social media page when that is created. Another thing that I'm looking forward to doing as soon as I get home. Um, it's going to be a great day. Got to make sure we don't forget things. Got everything kind of in order. Bag, bags packed and uh, wish us luck, y'all. So today, the partners told me that there was an earthquake that just hit recently. I mean, minutes from me um, recording this, I was driving on my way home from work. Didn't feel anything, to be honest. Um, Praying that this is just a one and done, that nothing happens while we're uh, traveling to the wedding, traveling from or um, during, of course, which would be horrible. But um, just prayers that everything stays safe and calm. Aside from the wedding, today is game two of the NBA Finals, something that uh, the broader range of the audience might be concerned with. Game two, game one was taken by the Phoenix Suns um, at home. Crowd was going crazy. Uh, Chris Paul scored 39. I believe he had uh, 12 assists or somewhere in that range. 16 points in the third quarter. Um just went off, you know, put the team on his shoulders. Giannis was able to play in that game. He did play 33 minutes or 35 minutes, somewhere around that range. Uh, he said that he was excited to see what he was able to do, was looking forward to pushing it a little bit more this game. And uh, we shall see because they're going to need it. Phoenix is up 1-0. This game is being played in uh, in Phoenix as well. They are a four point, They have a 4.5 uh, underdog advantage. I mean, sorry, favorite by 4.5. Um, 
we shall see what happens. I know Giannis could at any moment put the team on his back, Chris Middleton and them boys, Drew Holiday. They were saying that a lot of the issues in that first uh, game was coaching. Budenhauser had a bunch of people on Chris Paul that had no business being on Chris Paul, i.e. Bobby Portis, i.e. Chris Middleton. When you have somebody like Drew Holiday who's known for shutting down your number ones, you got to utilize that. Put them on the source of the bleeding and, and, you know, make somebody else in the team do what they do. Um, 63 points, I believe, was scored by the backcourt of Phoenix in the first game, with that being Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I believe only uh, been beaten twice by a uh, backcourt in the finals. That was in 2016, two games by the same players. You guessed it, Stephen Curry and uh, Clay Thompson for the Golden State Warriors have the two top scoring performances from a backcourt in the NBA Finals. Um, Right there was Devin and, and... Chris Paul uh, threatening to knock on that door. We shall see. Today is another game in Phoenix. Like I said, that crowd is going crazy. Uh, Shout out to them for supporting their squad the way that they do and the team for uh, responding the way that they do. Now, 2-0 isn't uh, life or death, but it is definitely a deficit that you do not want to fall behind. And it is Phoenix's job to protect home court. But um, Milwaukee... Cannot go down 2-0 with Giannis banged up with uh, their back against the ropes. You're going to be asking Giannis to put a little too much pressure on himself when he's uh, working back from an injury. So let's hope they're able to get this game for the sake of the Bucks. If not, then Suns, I don't know. It could be a quick series. We shall see. Anytime I've made a prediction, it's going wrong. So I'm going to just let this one play out. And we will see what happens in the same NBA Finals. Um... Nonetheless, it will be exciting. Nobody thought that they would see this finals matchup. Now that it's here, I'll I'll be excited to see what the ratings look like after that game one. I know I tuned in, tuned out, tuned back in. But um, definitely going to be interesting to see what happens in two minutes. I mean, sorry, excuse me, two hours and three minutes when this game tips off. Scheduled for six o'clock tip off as all of them are for these NBA Finals. It's going to be a great game. And uh, hats off to both teams for making it here. Best of luck on your journey, and we shall see. Also in sports this weekend, Conor McGregor returns to the Octagon, taking on Dustin Poirier. I believe this is a trilogy fight. Um, For all intents and purposes, I feel like, you know, Connor's the golden boy of the UFC. They're going to make sure that it comes out in his favor. Not to say that the man is not uh, a living legend in his sport. But just to say, you know, with the money on the line and uh, everything going into what these super fights are are uh, made to be. You know, you got to keep keep your fighters good until it's time for that big payout. I don't know if another Poirier fight is the uh, equivalent to that. I'm thinking maybe, I mean, if you wanted to go down the line of a trilogy, we could do Diaz, or that would be the fourth fight, I believe. But, I mean, that's always a draw. Um, There's so many people in this division, I feel like for it just to be Poirier's turn every time don't make sense. I feel like somebody's ducking somebody, and um, unfortunately, Poirier keeps having to catch these ass whoopings as, as a... Uh, 
as a paycheck comes along with it. A hefty one at that, though. You know, anytime the Connor, Connor gets in the octagon, it's a big draw. There would definitely be big money bet on this one. Um, I haven't looked into it, but shit, it might be worth throwing a couple of dollars on Poirier for the fuck of it. Uh, with that being said, um, they're giving 4.5 to the uh, Bucks. So that might also be a, a, a worthy bet. I mean... Chris Paul's on 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 a tear as of late, but who knows how long that could last. Uh, Gilbert Burns competes in an undercard of that UFC fight. Sorry, I'm bouncing all over the place. Fucking exhausted, to be honest with you. Um, not too sure about the opponent he's facing. I do know that it's expected to be a knockout decision one way or another. And... Um, that's always exciting. Like I said, I will not be catching any of this shit. I'll be getting married. So, uh, of course, they put the good fights on when I, you know, can't get out of what I got going on. I know when she hears that, she don't whoop my ass. <laughs> Nonetheless, another thing that's going on that I'm missing on the wedding day. Baby, if you're listening, obviously, you know, you hold precedent. But um, King Los is entering the battle rap arena again. He's going up against Daylight. Now, those are two wordsmiths to say the absolute least, probably the best and most skilled at what they do. Um, I know King Los is known for freestyling and and, um, just having a way about his vernacular. Uh, Daylight, his pen is to be honored, to be honest with you, especially in the battle arena sport. Um... You know, it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out. I got my money on Daylight just because he's been battle-tested as of late. He's been in the ring. You cannot uh, count out King Los, but it just seems like any time these people go to being a mainstream artist and they come back down to the battle leagues, they're not prepared for what's in store for them. And Daylight is a tall order for even a battle-tested, sharpened, skilled battle rapper that is currently on their roster so it's going to be interesting to see what happens daylight los uh best of luck to the both of you gentlemen may the best bars win and i would definitely be peeping out the youtube or whatever i got to do to watch that probably even on the flight but um shout out to y'all for putting this together for los to getting into that ring and know that you know he has a lot on the line. Daylight, you have absolutely nothing to lose. You cemented your place in this game, and it'll just be interesting to see if uh, King Los ends up being another notch under your belt or if we could end up getting a rematch out of this in the event that King Los wins. It'll be interesting to see. In music, I know that uh, that G Herbo album came out last week. I didn't listen to it. Not really a uh, Herbo fan for the most part. You know, I've heard a few songs here and there. I know... It'll probably be a good idea to go check out the album. I probably will. Like I said, I'm having some free time on that flight, so we'll figure that out. But um, Snow Allegra is dropping just in time for the wedding. Now, she might be on that honeymoon playlist. We will see. Definitely an anticipated album on top of uh, the her album that's dropped already. There's some cuts on that. They could be putting that wedding honeymoon playlist. Um Good music coming out, y'all. Brent Fry has the single I pointed out to y'all, I think, on the last pod. I've been listening to that more. That shit's fire. Uh, 
Um, not enough is said about when Drake rap raps, but he put his shit, he put his shit down on that song. Um, not the biggest Drake fan in, at all, but you gotta give respect where respect's due. The man could put together a song. He could uh, give you a sixteen or, or put some, you know, bullshit vocals over a track. Ain't nobody gonna tell me that Drake's the greatest singer, but he does what he got to do. Gets busy, I guess. Kendrick album. That's what I'm waiting on. In the meantime, it will take an Isaiah Rashad album, but Kendrick Lamar, where are you, fam? I know Drake ain't dropped yet. Uh, the thoughts amongst hip-hop heads was that you were trying to come out at the exact same time Drake did go head-to-head just to put all this shit to, to, to rest. Um, now, sales-wise, I don't know if anybody does as much as Drake on Drake's release date, but when you put the songs and the albums out on the same day, it's just, it's saying something, you know what I mean? As as far as Kendrick is concerned, he's on the he's on the hype of put up or shut up, you know what I mean? My bars is here. You can bring all that bullshit, certified lover boy bullshit, cut all the shapes you want in your haircut. But when it comes time to cut motherfuckers up verbally, are you able to do that? And I don't know if Kendrick wants to make it the battle that everyone thinks it is. If if Drake's ready for that, yeah, you could do Billboard. Yeah, you got all these records. You know what I mean? You you think you're the Beatles? I'll give you that. You know what I mean? You are a uh, polarizing figure in music, but nobody's playing with Kendrick's pen. That man is like an Olympic. He's at Olympic styles of bars. You know what I mean? Like he's at that level. I had this argument just the other day, but if you were going to call a team together for an Olympic competition to represent the United States of America, are you kidding me? You're telling me Kendrick's not going to be in there? you telling me Royce ain't going to be in there? Hove wouldn't do it, but you're telling me Hove ain't going to be in there? So many more you could pick. Because when you get to the actual art of rapping, the style of putting this shit together, Eminem, Psy High the Prince... Do not sleep on Conway. Benny got a flow. It's just... You got to worry about so much when it comes to bars. And it's coming back. So, Drake, that certified lover boy shit. I mean, you better have all the female tracks on that shit. They better fucking get you to, to number one and keep you there. Because Kendrick coming for that ass and you got some bars. And right now, it seems like the bars are back in style. I.E. J. Cole, who hopped out on the ledge, was the first one of the big three to hop out. Said fuck it, y'all could y'all could eat my dust and, and nobody's come out since. Cole's already announced his tour, he's got dates set. Kendrick and uh Drake haven't dropped yet. I know Drake did the drink champs with Nori that hasn't seen the day of uh the light of day. We shall see what happens, but nonetheless, Nori. Beans is responding, fam. Excuse me. Beans is responding. He says he's outside. Now, I don't know if that means he's coming for that ass and on verses, or that means you should uh, circle the block a couple of times before you park and hop out. But Beans says he's outside. So, Nori, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, all that homeboy, like I told you before, yeah, you came to party. But uh, Mac ain't for play, bruh. 
I had my little Rockefeller playlist on earlier today while I was driving home from work, and that Bean shit, bro. He, I mean, he got a, an array of different songs, different styles. He can beat you over the head with the fucking party songs, too, if he has to. You kidding me with the songs he has with Hope? He can pull from the Rockefeller. He can pull from all them Hot 97 freestyles that were probably some of the artist shit out. <laughs> I don't think he would do a Jada diss with the way that him and Jada are now, but God damn, you telling me that you think that your uh, elementary style of rapping, granted, with all the super producers and, and you know, all of the uh, accolades that come along with your run, um, you're telling me that Beanie Siegel, who could pull from Kanye West-type beats, just Blaze beats, features with Scarface, Kanye West, Jay-Z, I'm not talking about features on their song. They're featured on his song. Like, you got to just really watch out who you come for when it gets to this versus shit. Because motherfuckers are going to be hard-pressed to get the full 20. Beans is not. Beans could give you 20 solos. But if you're talking about now, you can pull the guess who's back. What we do. Are you kidding me? Those are two of some of the hardest hip-hop songs ever. Now you can pull shit out with Jay. Change the game. It's on. Reservoir Dogs. You got to watch out when you open your mouth and say beans. Beanie Mac with full voice or at the capacity he has now, you better watch your motherfucking mouth. That's all I got to say. Beans was sometimes from some people regarded as the top in Rockefeller when they were on the top of their run. And shit, you would be hard pressed to tell me that he didn't get him on a couple of them songs. There's been stories discussed about that. It's on track how Beans laid his, Jay laid his, Beans laid more, Ho said fuck that, laid more, Beans laid more, Ho said fuck that, laid more again, that was it. Um, you could tell at that point, you know, Jay wasn't going to have any more discussions of who got who like he did with that Renegade and Eminem feature. So Beans was out here making the GOAT go back to the drawing board. You know that uh, Nori... Nobody's really ever called you the lyricist, fam. You've been on record saying Steve Stout told you it's not it. I got all the respect in the world for you as a journalist, as what you've done in hip-hop also. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's going to be spun that way. But what I'm trying to say, fam, is your pen is a colored pencil when it comes to the pen that Beanie Mac got. Now, I got to hop off this. Motherfuckers are going to say that, you know what I mean? I got a beanie bias. I'm probably going to say a lot worse than that. I'm just a hip-hop head. And bars are bars. All that other shit comes and goes, fam. So if that versus does happen, whew, watch the fuck out. I don't know what's the next one in line, but uh, that Q Sweat and uh, Bobby Brown apparently was a little more spicy than I thought. I didn't catch it. I was just tuning in and out, watching the finals more so. But um, the Eastern Conference finals... They were saying it got spicy. They were saying Keith wasn't appreciating Bobby Brown coming with all that new edition shit. They were saying that uh, Keith had to give Bobby a little crutch here and there on his vocals. As a gentleman, did he do it or did he do it as, you know, foot in that ass? But the foot on the neck of the motherfucker literally who was struggling getting their, their vocals out. I might have to go back and watch that just for just for the historical culture of it, the core, the cultural histor history shit.
Excuse me. I'm telling you, I'm off of minimal sleep. Uh, got a wedding in two days. Haven't really eaten today. Shit's kind of crazy, y'all. I got to get some rest, get some grub. And then when I come back to y'all, I'm going to give y'all the results of the game two contest for the West, or excuse me, for the NBA Finals. Phoenix hosting again the Milwaukee Bucks. Game two. As soon as it's over, I'll be back to y'all with my takes on it, the results, stats, as well as the good news segment and what I've been listening to as of late. Stay tuned. And that's it, y'all. Game two of the NBA Finals is over. The final score, 118-108. to 108. Phoenix Suns take a commanding 2-0 lead. Took care of business at home. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, at the beginning of the game, Giannis came out on fire. Uh, looked as though there was no injury. Um, he was running full length of the court, dunking on people, turnaround dunk, scout. I've th- I seen three different dunks in the first quarter, one off a, one on a putback, the other two just full length of the court domination. Um, gave me reason to believe that the Milwaukee Bucks were going to find a way to pull this one out. Uh, Chris Middleton, he looked to be looking for his shot, aggressive, which is always a good sign for Milwaukee. Um, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, men on a mission. DeAndre Ayton doing his thing. Uh, Ayton into the game with 11 rebounds, four assists, three steals, two blocks, four points. I mean, all over the place on, on, on the stat sheet. Jay Crowder into with 10 rebounds, three assists, one steal, 11 points. Chris Paul into the game. Four rebounds, eight assists, one steal, and 23 points. While Devin Booker recorded five rebounds, six assists, and uh, 31 points. So, you know, spread out 23, 31, 10, 11, and 27 um, for the leading scores. 27 points out of Bridges for Phoenix. That, uh, that young boy was on tonight. Doing this thing. Now, uh, as far as Milwaukee, they uh, they gave it a gallon effort. You know, ten point loss. Um, not sure if the game was any closer than that score reflects. However, we had uh, PJ Tucker recording five rebounds, one assist, seven points. Giannis, forty two points. Three blocks, one steal, four assists, and 12 rebounds. Um, you know, he was active, did his thing. You get a 40-point performance from Giannis, and you would believe that Milwaukee would find a way to win, but Chris Milton, only 11 points, eight assists, two steals. Um, definitely not the game they're looking for from him. Drew Holiday, on the other hand, seven assists, two steals, two blocks, 17 points. Connington recorded 14. Um, Not much other than Giannis producing points for Milwaukee. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Drew Holiday was on Chris Paul a lot more in today's game. Um, Caused a few turnovers. Um, 
made him work harder, you know. Towards the end of the game, Devin Booker was doing his thing. I mean, throughout the game, really, uh, shots when they were needed, he was there to take them. Um, working the, the elbow uh, inside the paint, um, there was just a full display of his uh, talents tonight. I do think that Milwaukee's going to have something to say about this 2-0 lead when they get back to Milwaukee. That game is scheduled for Sunday, 5 o'clock. Now, um, it's going to be 2-0 deficit Milwaukee's going to have to come back from. Not impossible, but it's going to take more production from uh, Milwaukee. More um, more points need to be scored. There's got to be somebody else who takes some of the pressure off of Giannis. They're just fouling him any opportunity they get a chance to. Um, I'm sure he'll be happy to not be getting the, the count every time he steps to the free throw line in game three and four. But, uh, you know, altogether you can't really knock Giannis for his performance today. When you put up 42 points, um, you are to be, you know, Appreciated. Without him, this game is a blowout over with. And um, with him, they were 10 points short. So you're going to need to find a way to get more production from other players. You're going to need Connington to hit more threes. You're going to need uh, Drew Holiday to be more aggressive. You're going to need Chris Middleton to play a bigger role. You're going to need him in the high double-digit double figures. You're going to need a 28- to 35-point performance from Chris Middleton and um, and then even more so from Giannis, I think, to be able to score enough points to beat this Phoenix team. They just got a lot of firepower. They got shooters everywhere. Crowder just looks looks like a person who's playing in the second consecutive finals. Um, Chris Paul, man on a mission. Devin Booker. Not enough can be said about just the mentality he plays with the. Um, the attitude you see in his game and it doesn't have to be verbalized it doesn't have to be in an altercation but just the way he carries himself on the court you can tell that man is uh going to be a force to be reckoned with for the foreseeable future now it's up to the bucks find a way to bring it back if not get ready to go fishing because uh phoenix is on a mission on some real shit so uh, unexpectedly, got some news yesterday that Wale tweeted himself that he was extremely sick. Um, didn't give any clue to what he's dealing with. Just said that he's extremely sick. Pray for him. He's gonna be taking a hiatus, uh, not only from the spotlight but also from the social media. He said that would be run by his uh, by his people. Um, Definitely caught us off guard. There's been no discussions of Wale being in any kind of health trouble. Um, speculation is it's COVID. Nobody really knows. Um, he's not really a substance rapper, but then again, you know, people hide their addictions. You never know what it is. I don't want to speculate. I just want to give my prayers to uh, Wale, his family, his friends, his fans, and hope for a speedy recovery. Um, aside from that, they had the weigh-ins. The weigh-ins for this UFC pay-per-view headlined by Dustin Poirier, the champion, defending his title against Conor McGregor. We've already discussed it previously in the pod, but after the weigh-ins, you know, they, they did their talk. 
seemed to be vintage uh vintage Connor came out with a whole lot of trash to talk what you expected after the last time these two got in the octagon and you know Poirier laid him out um I don't know if this is Connor selling the fight I don't know what but during the uh face off he attempted to kick around the lower leg area of Poirier, who was the uh, lower leg kick specialist. So be careful what you wish for. Don't open that can of worms yet, Connor. I obviously won't be watching it, as I stated earlier, but we shall see what happens. Big, big weekend for sports in the uh, Euro Cup Championship. Italy will be taking on, I believe, England. Don't quote me on that. I apologize, man. I'm so off right now. But like I said, I've been focused on this wedding thing. I just wanted to push out one of these episodes for you because I don't know uh, if I'm going to have time to pod out there in Mexico, um, what the uh, time out there is going to look like. So wanted to go ahead and give you all just an episode real quick to sit with for at least this weekend. Um, if I'm available to, to, you know, Put something out, I will. Don't expect a long episode. Maybe just a little quick bonus uh, blurb or two about how the wedding went. Um, all signs lead to beautiful. Um, you know, I had all these great signs going into this thing. Um, everything fell into place. Passports got here on time. Thank you, Jesus. We will be taking off on our honeymoon. Uh, haircut went good. Currently, my fiance is out with my daughter. They're getting their nails done, eyebrows, whatnot. Uh, it's all coming together. Going to my sister Monique's tonight. Um, that's where I'll be spending the night before the wedding. I'm literally five minutes away from the venue, so I can't be happier. Um, we're going to, you know, do our little barbecue thing tonight. Cook some burgers, chill with the fam. Before I give my lady a kiss and tell her good night, send her away for our final night as. Um, an engaged couple. We will wake up tomorrow and we will uh, get this thing done. And I am beyond excited. I know my family is. I know that uh, everybody's levels of stress have been a little higher, you know, with everything going on. I mean, we ran into pretty much everything, beginning with COVID, sidelining the wedding that should have happened in 2020. Um then you get into worrying about if you're going to have to wear a mask, if guests are going to have to wear a mask, if there's going to be a max uh, capacity of people you could have, if they're going to make you do indoor-outdoor, seem to get past that. Then we um, run into items that my sister had ordered stuck on cargo ships because nobody wants to work and everybody's getting this unemployment. So, you know, enjoy your stimmies, but think about what's going to happen when all this shit is over with and y'all got to get back to work and you've been denying work. Um, right now would be the time. If you're an ultimate hustler, get to it. I know it's a lot of easy money getting handed out to people sitting on the sidelines doing nothing. But if you uh, get your feet cemented into a company right now or, or a profession, fuck working for somebody else. If you want to, you know, do your entrepreneurial thing, now is the time to hop on it. I mean, I'm seeing constantly posts of people who are looking for contractors, looking for handyman looking for whatever you know landscaping and uh people are flaking on them these days you know they're setting up appointments not showing it's just a lot of unprofessional shit going on right now you know unfortunately my show's name isn't professional as fuck but um not in all aspects of life when it comes to business you got to take care of business you got to get shit done i don't know how other people operate but as soon as you know 
I was bestowed the blessings of having the family to raise and, and people who depended on me for, you know, more than just their meal, but for their shelter, for their sense of comfort, for um, for a vision of a happy household. As soon as that was, you know, placed on my shoulders, I made sure that I was going to knock that shit out the park and I continue to do it. This is not an arrogant statement. This is just me, you know, um, taking a moment to appreciate the shit that I've been able to do, the shit that I've been able to accomplish, and it's not, it's not alone, not for nothing. I've had a ton of help. My family is the strongest foundation that could have ever been built. Um, truly raised by superheroes, and you know, I I I think about this wedding day coming up and how much they put into it, how much love and care they put in to my life from the beginning and um, how welcoming and loving they've been to uh, my fiance, my children. It's just, it's a blessing to have been raised by the woman I, I was, by the sisters that I have, by my grandmother in heaven, who no doubtedly will be there and um, watching over us. It, you know, the, the, the total of people showing up says one number, but the amount of people who are going to be watching over this event from having the best seats in the house, it's going to be packed. And um, and I love you all, and I thank you all for all that you did, all that you've done, um, all that you continue to do for friends who've become family, for... Um, friends who have been called home who are now guardian angels for uh, my grandmother up in heaven who literally taught me my manners my morals along with my mother my mother who showed me what unconditional love is allowed me to become who I am today enabled me gave me all of the resources needed my sisters um, I cannot say enough about all the things that they continue to do for me um, all the things they've done for me throughout my life, the moments that I remember that they may gloss over or, or may have forgotten, but um, little moments throughout my life that mean the world to me and things that they have done um, that shaped me and allowed me to be prepared for when the blessing of, of Maria came along and I was able to find my uh, my peace in this world. You know what I mean? My, my puzzle piece we fit together perfectly. Um... There's nobody else I could imagine myself doing this with, and it's it's amazing. It's going to be a great time. I thank everybody in advance who comes out to share our special day with us. To those who weren't able to make it, um, just know that it, it's all love. Um, there are a few people who, who aren't able to make it, but they're not able to make it to enable others to come, so I just... Hats off to moms being moms. That's all I'm going to say. And um, damn, thank you to everybody in advance. Thank you to everybody during. Thank you to everybody after. And like I said before, get there. Have a great time. Get home safe. And we're going to party when we get back. It's your host, Rod. I'm professional as fuck. Signing out. Might be a minute, y'all. But if it isn't, appreciate that shit because it's coming from uh, Mexico. On my honeymoon. Love y'all, man. Whew. The last pod. As a uh, fiance, next one will be done as a husband. That shit is crazy. 
Shouts to my uh, fiance, future wife. By the time that this is um, listened to, she will be my wife. And I just want to tell you, thank you for the battery you put in my back in a positive way to allow me to become who I was supposed to be. Get me out of my slump. Um, my mom, my sisters, my grandmother, my whole entire family, they did way too much. They put way too much work into me into building my potential for me not to see it and for you to come into my life and uh, and take me over that hump that I had been on, you know, just get me over that ledge and, and allow me to just grow. I love you. I cannot wait. And uh, here's to a lifetime of happiness, baby.